Okay, welcome to Valentine's Day on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Starting off with World War II news, 1943, Battle of the Kasserine Pass. U.S. Major General Lloyd Frendendahl and First Army Lieutenant Kenneth Anderson of Great Britain v. German General Erwin Rommel and his Africa Corps. The result? Axis victory. This was the first major engagement between the United States and Germany. Rommel desired to take control over the capital of Tunisia and found a vulnerability at Kasserine Pass in the Tunisia mountains. At first, Rommel's forces were driven away, but they returned with tanks and broke through the U.S. line. Over 1,000 soldiers were killed in the battle and hundreds were taken prisoner. It was disastrous for America and there would be key unit organizational changes in command as a result. 1929, Bugs Moran and Al Capone go at it in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I'm sorry, I realize this is supposed to be a happy day with giving the pretty lady flowers, but this is a cool story. Check this out. In the midst of the prohibition, bootlegger George Bugs Moran from the North Side Gang in Chicago lost seven of his best killers as they were faced against a wall and accepted their execution. It didn't make any sense. Why wouldn't they fight back? Well, because the executioners were Capone's men dressed as policemen. Very clever. Better than my idea. I probably would have come up with a fake singing telegram guy since it was Valentine's Day. I obviously wouldn't make a good gangster. Anyway, yes, two men dressed as police officers went into Moran's headquarters. The men thought it was a raid, were disarmed, and as they turned around to put their hands against the wall, Two more men came in, it is believed, and riddled them with bullets. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre, everybody. 1886. First train load of oranges leave Los Angeles. Native Americans first settled into the area thousands of years ago. In 1781, the Spanish came in and began settlement. California ownership was transferred to the U.S. in 1848, and at the time, L.A. only had a little over 1,600 citizens. Lemons and oranges never tasted so sweet and yummy and became quite the popular industry. When business makers began working with hydraulic engineering, it was possible to take water from the Colorado River and other mountains and transfer it to the desert area of Southern California. As a result, it became a fruit paradise. And on Valentine's Day, 1886, the first trainload of oranges left L.A. to be sold to the East Coast. <clears throat> so, in conclusion, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Instead of talking about the gruesome beheading that St. Valentine endured on this day in the year 278, which obviously isn't even an American story, I thought I'd talk about Valentine's Day in America. Gentlemen, if you have not gotten flowers for your lady by now, you're pretty much screwed unless you have a secret garden somewhere. Historically, the British brought over the tradition. Esther Hallen was credited for coming up with the first mass-produced Valentine's Day card in Worcester, Massachusetts sometime around 1847. Chocolate and roses became part of the gift-giving in the 20th century, and in the 1980s, the diamond industry jumped into the mix. So. 
Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, and thanks for listening to Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson.